Hello, everyone. We are now on Lesson 79. Let me recognize the problem so it can be solved. Now, when you read these first couple of sentences, you will scratch your heads and think, what? A problem can't be solved if you don't know what it is. Well, that part makes sense. Well, the next ones won't until you get down into the next paragraphs that say, even if it's really solved, you will still have the problem because you won't recognize that it has been solved. And you think, if a tree has fallen on my roof, I'm going to know what the problem is, and I'm going to know if it's been solved or not. <laughs> so that's why this has to be decoded a little bit. The problem of the world and the situation in the world is the notion that we have separated ourselves from one another, from all that is, from our good, that somehow we're not who we really are anymore. We have this hypnotized notion that we are no longer the one presence that we actually are. So this begins to make a little bit more sense. If we get to the second paragraph, everyone in the world seems to have his own special problems. Now, problems basically are when we're not getting our way, or in a sense, we're not getting our ego's way, because we know very well that we have a great big long list of if all of these things could get handled, if all these things get fixed, if, if all these people would do what I want them to do, then all my problems would be solved because we think then I would be happy and safe and loved. Well, we've already been told that being happy and safe and loved is a function of letting go of grievances, not trying to orchestrate the entire world and what everybody else ought to be doing. So the big point of this is all the problems really stem from the same place and therefore are actually really the same and they have to be recognized as all the same if a solution is going to be possible. Who can see that a problem has been solved if he thinks the problem is something else? Because if he's given the answer, he can't see what it has to do with it. So we think the problem are all of these things that are happening in the world. Now remember, the world is a mirror. So if we've got problems in our world, we've got problems in our minds. Now let's continue on to the next paragraphs. It says, here is the position you find yourself in. You've got the answer, but you don't know what the problem is. We've been told the answer is letting go of grievances. And as long as we're going to have grievances, that will seem to separate ourselves from ourselves, where it seems that we're no longer good, that we're no longer loving, then that lack of love and understanding in our own minds is going to show up as all the problems that seem to confront us. There seems to be no end to them, and you don't ever feel completely free. It elaborates as it continues through here. You think they are many, and the reason you think there are many is the temptation to keep the problem of separation unsolved. What that means is we're terrified that if I begin to 
no longer honor my ego's requests, which are always about grievances and conflict, that somehow it's going to be dissolved or it's going to shrink or it's no longer going to be, all of which is true and that's the whole point. But as long as we associate ourselves with the ego, this hopefully shrinking ego, we think we're being destroyed, we're being undone, nothing could be further from the truth. This is another example of our completely incorrect upside down thinking. So it says, continuing, that it seems like our world has got a vast number of problems, each with a different required answer. And this puts you in an impossible situation where failure is inevitable. No one can solve all the problems the world seems to have. They're so varied. There's so much content. They keep coming upon you one on top of the other. Just as soon as you've got one fixed, something else shows up. Others remain unsolved under a cloud of denial. All this complexity of different problems, large, small, solved, unsolved, you see how much of our time is focused on trying to solve problems in a way that they can't be solved. So that if we could keep remembering every problem I have that ends up in our being hurt, in our seem to be lacking, in our seeming to be unloved and not noticed and not paid attention to, all of those various types of problems, physical problems, health problems, financial problems, kid problems, again, the tree is falling on your roof problem, all of those are formed and seem to be happening in the lives around us because we have refused to own the truth of ourselves that we are still loving, beloved, at home. And because I'm at home, I have not committed any crimes, I haven't left, I'm not guilty, and I don't deserve to be punished. Now, if we could just agree to perceive the underlying constancy, the sameness of all of these problems, they are all a reflection of our refusal to love and our insistence on hanging on to grievances. So if we could see every problem has that common origin, then we can begin to adopt the actual solution that will fix all of them. Now, in our longer practice periods today, we're going to take a very specific look at this. We're going to find out what the answer is, and we're not going to assume we already know. We're going to try to free up the idea of all the different kinds of problems we think we have and realize there's only one, and we've just failed to recognize and we're going to ask what it is and wait for the answer. Well, I've already told you what the answer is, but now you have to discover it inwardly for yourself. You will be successful today to the extent that you do not insist on defining the problem as all of those elements in your outside world. You're just positive those are what they are. And if you could get all those fixed, then you would be happy and safe. Well, you must doubt the validity of your perspective of things. That's what this whole course is about, is to cast doubt on the accuracy of the way we set things up. 
You're trying to recognize that you've been given the answer by recognizing the problem so answer and problem can be brought together. Our problem is we don't love ourselves or basically anything else. We're in love with our ego instead. And once we change our minds about that, remembering and recognizing our world as a mirror then we can make progress in this great big long list of problems we seem to have. Now it's going to look like today you have lots of problems, each one asking for an answer, and our focus is going to be remembering there's really only one problem. It's a problem of fear instead of love. The answer is obviously love. So when I recognize this, I can recognize all kinds of problems can all be resolved at the same time. And in this recognition, there is great peace. Don't be confused by the form of the problem because the underlying reason for the problem is all the same. So in your short little times today, it asks us to say, let me recognize this problem so it can be solved. Let me recognize that this is an idea that I'm carrying in my mind and the outward form is its equivalent. I change my mind, everything's handled. Have a great day practicing. Goodbye for now.